to some scary movie. You like scary movies? Uh-huh. What's your favorite scary movie? Uh, I don't know. You have to have a favorite. What comes to mind? Um, Halloween. You know, the one with the guy in the white mask who walks around and stalks babysitters. I'm Shah. I'm Ollie. And we are Creeping It in the Family, a podcast where we dish details about all things horror. Episode 77. 77. Final Destination. I'm surprised that you I know, you right. Are keen. I like this I, film. I like the film. I like what it is and I like what it does. I think it's a very clever concept. Like, don't get me wrong, I think it's really clever. But it's just the characters. They're so stereotypical. And the thing is, when you don't watch a film for a while and when you watch a film... So the, I must have watched the, the, this. The acting's a bit questionable. Yeah, you can I, tell it's young unnamed actors. Well, I, relatively. I watched it when I was... In, like, the last time I must have watched Final Destination was at maybe 16. Mm. So it's been a long time. And I used to think this film was, like, the bollocks. Like, I used to think it was amazing. And then when I looked back at it, I was like, shit me. Like, some of the acting choices and some of the questionable things like I was a bit like holy shit it's a good film don't get me wrong and I did enjoy watching it it was like a little revamp and the lead character Alex it was I watched it on his birthday and I didn't realise it popped up on the horror movies like Facebook page that I'm on and so I was like oh interesting yeah it's it's got a good concept it's got some very good kills kills. the the kills for Rondan the franchise which we may or may may or may not get onto one day because some of them are shite. We're going to have to do it, though. We can't ignore it. Yeah, the, the the kills are good. They're inventive in the first film. I can't remember the second, much of the second. But whereas it gets further down the line, it kind of goes for, oh, we'll just go for pure gore, like pure yeah. CGI, special effects gore. I just remember, you know, as, the as, swimming pool where it yeah, like, sucks, sucks it, it Yeah, like, whereas like he, these are more inventive, like it's more... The, the cleverer kills are not just about being gory, it's about, like, the kills actually making sense in a way. Yeah. So... It's it's got a good lot of good things going for it, but then at the same time it has got poor acting. There are some roles in there where you just think that character could have easily not been in the film and would have been yeah. just in the same position. I thought when so when I when I look back because I I don't feel like I've seen the second one as much as the first one. I can't remember what the accident was in the second one. The third it was one a was car a crash because you know when you see like like the logs on oh, top of the lorry yeah. and it's like. You you watch this film if you will never drive behind yeah. one of these. What is it? Is that the second? Yeah, Fucking it's the hell. car crash. But yeah, that one I liked that better than the plane. But I also did appreciate the plane. It was a good, it was a good thing. But it's just so dated, mm. and you can see it's dated. But as I say, there are really good kills, and I I appreciated the film. It was good to look back and be there are some about there it. are some very memorable kills in here. Where as soon as they hear Final Destination, like these these kills in this film, I think that's what I associate with Final Destination. Like Todd's yeah. death is like imprinted in my brain yeah. like that death because that, that is such a fuck we'll get on to it, it when we get to kill. it but it's, it's horrible I feel as well because we're definitely going to have it today I feel like and it seems to be in every horror film we do we need to have like Oliver's electrical engineer facts so that I can I can see like what comes up and what doesn't right. because sometimes I'm looking at it and I'm like is that realistic would that have worked and then I'm like oh electricals Oliver will know this I'll, yeah. wait, till, I'll wait till we record and then I'll find out but yeah, so let's get into it and we'll see where we go from there. So it starts off with a really long and pointless opening scene that I nearly fell asleep through. Also, not on Amazon Prime or Netflix, which I yeah. thought it was once again, but we got there. The second one or something was, or the third? It, it was, was definitely The some. third one was, but it's, that's not even on there now. Right. So Alex is flying to Paris on a school trip. They're going on like a senior year school trip thing. And 
I just I wanted to point out first of all, like the parents coming in, they really seem really nice, really supportive, good parents. But then the dad says you've got your whole life ahead of you, and Alex is already starting to have these sort of bad feelings about this trip. Like you can tell he's the not plane looks terrifying. Like that, I mean, it does literally just look like a plane, but there's a shot where they're in the airport where, and the, the plane's right up against the window. And it just looks scary, the plane, yeah. which is a weird thing to think. But. It does. And, you know, it, it's little things that you wouldn't notice. So, like, the rust on the plane side and stuff yeah, like it's, that. Yeah, it's a poorly like, maintained plane. It is, definitely. But he is still quite... Yeah, it's still quite menacing and unnerving. So it does cut through. Like, he has a sleepless night and you can see it. And then we cut back to the airport. So we meet most of the cast in it and... We don't really know who the main cast are until everybody starts getting killed off yeah. until Alex has the vision. Can I just say as well, like, there's no way that Claire can read and walk. That's virtually impossible. I fucking hate this, like, typical, oh, yeah. typical nerdy, quiet, like, moody mm. book girl. She, like, she was the outcast one. Yeah, so. and she's, like, opening it up and, like, walking through the escalators. Like, no, sorry, Mom, that does not work. Yeah. But the, the... My first question, do you think... So, it's not... Is it your would you rather? Yeah, it is. It's your would you rather, so I can just still ask this question anyway. Um, just like Titanic on a boat and Final Destination on a plane, do you think you could show it as a film? What do you mean? So, you know, like, you get in-flight movies and stuff like that when you're flying. Do you think Final Destination would be allowed to be on no, there as a film? not a chance. Do you not think so? Like so Jaws just, on just, a boat? No, it's just not worth the risk, is it? Maybe Jaws on a boat because shark attacks are... Like, like quite rare mm. and if you're on a ferry like you don't, they're not going to show them on a fishing boat either like they're using Jaws that's what they're on if you're on a fucking like massive cruise or something then yeah they might show Jaws because a fucking great white shark's going to do nothing to a to <laughs> going to do nothing yeah to a cruise liner but whereas like plane crashes even though they're not often as well but like they are I'd probably say plane crashes is one of the most feared natural not well not natural disasters but one of the most feared tragedies you can get yeah, definitely. So I, I, agree. I don't think they'd ever show it on it. But do you think they could? Like, do you think there's like a, a law against it? No, like that we I, I don't think they could, but I think there could definitely be a lawsuit against someone if, if an airliner decided to show a final destination on a plane. Because mm. all it takes is a 14 year old. Because most planes, it's not like one film, is it? You get a selection. And if you were, if you show in final destination and the kid gets terrified or whatever, you could put a lawsuit against it. And there's loads of weird stuff then that Alex is noticing, but. It's the idea that he, 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 like, even songs and the way things are moving, and it's like he switches yeah. with those two girls when he gets on the plane, and yeah. that ends up, you know, being the start but of his I, vision. Th th this is what I like about this film, like, the, the swapping seats on the plane is such a minor detail, but it actually has an impact later on in the story, and I like yeah. that it's got a bit of continuity throughout the whole film. It's not just, things don't just happen, like, there was related yeah. to, to other things. And they do the same thing in Final Destination 3 because I remember that they end up switching seats on a roller coaster yeah, then, and that ends up saving them. But then once it's been redone, it's not it's not the same, is it? No, like, it's... it's... copying from the original. They did it well, yeah. Yeah, so Alex switches seats with the girls. The plane sets off and Alex starts freaking out. Like, there's things opening that shouldn't be. There's, like, he's sweating. He's, he's really uncomfortable. It starts off with turbulence and the plane like jolting a little yeah. bit but that is typical for a Can I just say this was the quickest plane departure ever yeah it takes the, forever it, that, for that, and depart. for me to notice that I was kind of like I, I thought that I'd done more bits on the plane like about him getting weird feelings about stuff you know like where, where the um, stewardesses or whatever are doing the life jacket like yeah. this that 
Like the, that's I thought they could have used more time in the plane to do that as opposed to because it was in, very quick in yeah the plane. as opposed to in the terminal do it at, yeah exactly he was in the plane they sat down and was taken off within forty five seconds yeah I mean that would be ideal for me for anybody yeah. but it don't really work like that usually but yeah the plane starts with turbulence and then it settles a little bit and everybody's sort of relieved because it is scary like I remember I've been on a plane that's got turbulence. And like things yeah. start rattling. I mean, never enough for the oxygen masks to come down or anything. Thank God, touch wood, whatever. But, you know, that must be absolutely fucking terrifying. Yeah. Like the concept of, you know, I mean, it was 9 11 yesterday. So, you know, just thinking back to things like that and like the absolute terror because it's such, it's an enclosed space. If something is going wrong on that plane, whether it be a hijacking, whether it be a mechanical failure, like you are fucked. Yeah. Like there's no way you can get out of that. And that must be the most terrifying thing. Yeah. Definitely. Like I, I think, I don't know what I'd rather take. I think I'd, it'd, it'd take a lot for me to pick a plane crash over another way of dying. Yeah. Because I just, it, it just must just it be, would be terrifying, yeah. frightening moments of your entire life. But yeah, so the row of seats come off the plane and it like people start flying off and uh, the the entire plane ends up exploding. It just burns Alex's face off. And then he wakes up just before the switch with the girls again. So the like he's dozed off and then the girls come in and they're like, oh, switch seats with us, please. Yeah. And he's like, it's deja vu. He's lived yeah. through this before. And so he runs forward and he just wants to get out and he's saying the plane's going to explode. The plane's going to explode. I mean, that like that in itself, like if somebody said to me, like I, I think it would seriously worry me. I, don't, I can say it with hindsight of this film being in my mind, but if somebody said that, like the plane's going to go, like I'd be off that fucking flight. Yeah, the 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 thing is, Alex plays it well in the scene. Like, is is the actor? Like, he he looks so fucking stressed and disoriented. It is very it, well done. It it looks, but it like it's different. Where like if you if there was a bunch of lads on a plane and someone ah it's gonna blow up and you think oh whatever you dickhead, but it was Losing so his shit. yeah it was so convincing that it was gonna happen. So yeah, I'd I'd probably say that it would. It put some serious doubts in my mind. Like thinking fucking hell, do I want to be on this plane? Even yeah. though even though I might think because. Like not to be sorry, but Alex doesn't look like a terrorist, or he doesn't look like a. He's on a. He's on a plane yeah. with a load of. Students and this was before, going, like the likes of yeah, 9 yeah, exactly. and things it, like that. It was on a. It was on a plane with a load of other students, yeah. so it's not like he looked out of place or anything, or someone who, the type of person who'd fucking say it was a prank or whatever. It looked like genuine fear in his face, so it probably would have an impact on me on getting off the plane. I mean, actually, just thinking about it, this film came out a year before nine eleven happened, so this came out in two thousand. And 9 if, I, bet, I bet if it didn't, they probably wouldn't. They'd have had to change the disaster, surely. Change the disaster, or just seriously like change the date of release. Like they couldn't have it soon, soon after. I, I don't think it'd have been a plane crash. I think they'd have had to change it because so much was affected. It's like you know, Scream was Scream Three was affected by Columbine. Mm. So you know, nine eleven, this whole massive disaster that affected the entire world. Yeah. Like there's no way they'd have been able to do a plane crash. Yeah. Not a chance. But yeah, he he freaks out, and so Carter, his girlfriend, I think it's Terry, I think that's a name, but I'm not a hundred percent sure on that. I have written it down somewhere, because she it's when she's just, yeah, I'm gonna go with Terry. If it's wrong, it's wrong. But yeah, so Carter, his girlfriend Terry, the teacher Mrs. Luton, yeah. Todd, Alex, Clear, and um, I put Stifler because. <laughs> 
I put Stiff Meister in mine. But his name is Billy in yeah. the thing. But I did like because I didn't get his name first off. I was like, I can't remember his fucking name. I'm yeah. a Stiffler. I love it. Uh, but he gets off the plane and they're all free. They're all getting angry at him and they're like, you know, we've missed out. Miss Luton tells the other teacher, "You get on the plane because I can't leave these kids yeah. on the plane on their own in Fra- in Paris. Like this is not just just not going to happen." But whilst they're all arguing. Uh, Billy is staring out the window and he's like there they go and here we stay yeah. and like they turn around and then the plane just fucking blows yeah. up in midair and the glass shatters because of the impact and it's absolutely crazy and they're all just standing there because what the fuck do you do when yeah it'd be horrible wouldn't it when somebody's had a vision of that I was thinking that, that was one of my questions how would you feel if like that if you got off that plane because of Alex like would because the thing I do like about his film is even though the acting's not brilliant is I like how it's not just or like they're either 100% all against Alex saying you, you freak what have I you done like or they're not all like oh my god you've saved my life thank you there's a mixture of emotions which is how I genuinely feel some people would react because you've on one side you've got if it wasn't for him I'd be dead and on the other side you've got oh, my friends yeah. are dead my brother's dead in Todd's case I like, know that's awful yeah like, like it, it's a confused your emotions would feel so confused because there's no good or what bad way yeah. to, or right or wrong way to react would you have survivor's guilt or would you be extremely, or would you be extremely grateful that you was brought off that plane I mean clear is grateful Billy I think Billy's sort of in the middle like he's freaked out Billy's dad's it, really pissed off obviously as he would be but I think Todd's actually like no I, I like no that's Todd's dad yeah yeah oh yeah Todd's yeah. dad's fucking Stif- Stifler's yeah, sort yeah. of just Todd, in the middle Todd, I think Todd's a bit in the middle because obviously he's lost his brother but at the same, but at the same time, time he's survived and, and he, Alex is his best friend yeah he, he knows that Alex isn't a, a dodgy guy you'd have any because it's yeah. some obviously as, to be fair it probably would be like realistic for some people to think he had something to do with it straight away because how would he have known that was going to exactly. happen to the plane, word for word? So there would be a bit of like, oh, like, was he involved in it? Whereas Todd's like, I don't believe that, but my dad's fucking yeah. livid, obviously. So he can't, he can't just be friends with Alex, can he? Yeah, it's Mrs. Luton's reaction that's quite surprising. Yeah, because like, she, like, she, get the hell away but from she told one of the teachers to get on the plane. So she is, her, she, yeah. in her mind, she sent him. Yeah, to yeah, death. she's killed him. Yeah, and I do understand. I, I understand a reaction. A reaction surprised me, yeah. but I, I do understand why she felt that way. So there's Agent Ween and Trek for. Um, the FBI and they interview everybody who's there and you know they're trying to decipher what happened to the plane but you know they're going to decipher that it wasn't a bomb yeah they're doing the and end that it was a mechanical failure and that's not Alex's fault yeah. yeah so they end up all going home everybody has parents around but clear and this is actually quite sad I did I did feel for her then because Alex and her his parents end up sending them home yeah. and I did put here the idea that Todd lost his brother like Canal, mm. like that must be so hard, and yeah. even harder when Todd does die. And his dad says to Alex, "Look after him. Yeah, make me. sure, yeah, make, make sure, sure they don't get into any trouble. Yeah, look after him." So the next cut is really a memorial at the school. The teacher doesn't want anything to do with Alex, and Todd's dad doesn't want Todd near Alex. Yeah. But they do get a few minutes with each other, and he's like, you know, when this is all over and when the shock goes down, we'll go to the city, we'll yeah. catch a game and you know that that puts a little bit of positivity in Alex's life. And it also leads that I think that is what leads Alex to think that death's got a design. Yeah. Because Todd never would have killed himself because he made these plans with Alex. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's what triggers it later on. So it starts with Alex getting a hint about Todd's death and I really like how this is done so the fan chops the piece of Newspaper. Newspaper, and it spells T-O-D for yeah. Todd. And he 
uh, Todd's in the bathroom, and I'll let you go over this death because it is your favourite. See, there is there's a little bit in this that the the, the, the final destination film is like a, there's a fucking bit of it. I just think, oh, you shouldn't do it like that. For example, so Todd's death. He's in the bathroom, he's using, um, I can't remember what he's using. A razor. It. Uh, yeah, it's an electric one, isn't it? No, it's, I don't know what it is, it looks like. Something, the... Something's plugged in. Uh, oh, it's the stereo. Yeah, which, you can't have that in bathrooms, number one, that's illegal. Can't you, have that in bathrooms. You're not, you're not allowed to have sockets unless, you not? unless they're shaver sockets, no, the 12 volts shaver sockets. You're not allowed light sockets in your bathroom, or a light switch in your bathroom, that's why it's a pole cord, because it's up above. There or, you go, electrical engineer Or it's even on the outside of your bathroom. So, but anyway, so that's the first discrepancy where I'm like, mm, you won't have that in your bathroom. Yeah. Um, but then, so the, the way that death gets about and kills people in Final Destination is it's, you know it's there because it's normally blowing wind and that causes a, a series of events to unfold. Whereas in Todd's death, like the water just finding its way to Todd, I was kind of like, like, that's a bit cheap. Like, I'd rather it, that that's like fucking red-handed death is definitely there it's moving that way as if it's just a bit of a breeze and that it's kind of like is it there yeah it's kind of like oh like de- death's just you ne- you'll never see it but when water's literally taking its path to find yeah. Todd's feet and then because Todd intervenes death and doesn't use this uh, and moves back it, the water f- comes back doesn't yeah. it it actually physically moves back so essentially what happens is there's a, a it's like a really it's like a clothes, clothesline that goes across a shower that they use to dry clothes but it's a really, it's more like floss like wire, fishing wire, like fishing wire, yeah, something really, really short and like it'd be hard to get a grip on. Um, and it's obviously bolted onto the wall, this line with like two heavy weights. Um, and then as he, he slips on, slips on some water, like he falls onto the rope and then it's one end snaps off and because it's got a weight on the end of it where it's been bolted to the wall, it swings around and creates a loop around his neck and it, it essentially strangles him, like mm. suffocates him. But the, the, this kill is just, the, for one, when his eyes go bloodshot, that it's haunts oh my memory. You can, you can see him trying to pull this wire off and he's struggling and looking around. And then his eyes just turn blood yeah, red. Yeah, his eyes just I turn blood red and he dies. And Todd's a good character as well. It's, it's a hard death to watch, but it's definitely one of the most memorable ones of the franchise. It is. And it does, it's terrifying because you're constantly looking. Because you first of all, you think something's going to happen with a razor. Then you think something's going to yeah. happen with a stereo. And then, to be fair, the second the, the actual death is so un- suspecting like you wouldn't have worked it out yeah that like he could have cracked his head or anything but just the fact the wire wraps around his neck and as i say that is the one thing i remember like that's more memorable to me than the plane crash yeah todd's death because of his eyes going red and it is a superb death and just the fact that you can see like the soap that's been dropped yeah. on the bath and he's moving his feet because he's panicking yeah. like his feet it's are a brutal sliding. death scene it's, it is, it is and it must have been horrific like, this Todd's is what made Final so Destinations slow. good though it's not good it's brutality like it's like the best the best death are the one that can just happen around the home do you know what I mean and like it they're the ones for me, like the teacher one later again. That's another one that oh, sticks that's out. Oh, that's the being, word, That's the best one for me. That's being, my favorite. One of my questions is, what's the best and worst? But we'll wait till we get to the end of the film. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, Todd dies unfortunately, and Alex because Alex gets a hint about Todd, he runs to Todd's yeah. house. The problem is the FBI agents also see him yeah. there, so it's treated as a suicide because. That obviously, like it's wrapped around his neck, it looks like he did it on purpose. Yeah. And death, like, moved the water away and things like that. Yeah, so, so it looks no tra- like it was yeah, intentional. Yeah, there's no trace of an accident, really. But then Alex is saying, you know, that would not have been suicide because he made plans with me. Why would he have done that? Yeah. If, but, and, and, you know, this is pretty outdated because 
you know, that's what a lot of people do. Yeah, you can't, you can't tell them the outside. Complete suicide. Back, back it then it complete. wasn't, it was like suicide only for the people you could see walking down the street and are depressed and you yeah. can see a mile off at the night in a good but place. But now it's like, you know, people yeah, will pe- make plans pe- yeah, pe- but People are more aware there. of it now, yeah. Yeah, but. people, like, if, if you go into complete suicide and you are that set for doing it, yeah. you don't want people to know because then they'll intervene. So, clear takes Todd to her place. This is the bit that made me cringe before. Yeah, that's what I meant. Claire makes Alex. We got there. God, we are literally the worst podcast (laughs) for names. Doctor. Doctor. (laughs) Whichever the fucking one it was. So yeah, Claire takes Alex to uh, her room and there's a sculpture there and this is just what starts making me cringe and I just... Claire's character really pisses me off in this film and I can't help it. And it's... uh, He's like, oh, this is interesting and she's like, it's you. It's how you make me feel. And it's just a really random piece of fucking shit. And it, it's just really, it's really cringy. Yeah. And they end up breaking into the funeral home because they want to see what happened with Todd. Which is a fucking... Which is also cringy. It's, it's cringy and it's, it's a bit bullshit. And it's like, and then the handle scene, like Alex is Todd's best, like Todd was yeah. Alex's best friend and he's just there staring at his dead body. Like, and you can see the finger marks on him now and they both just handle it well. Like, far too well, bearing in mind, it's very fresh. Can I just add as well the bit where <laughs> the drop down and she's like, gives me a rush. Yeah. Doing things like that. She's a fucking witch. It just makes character. me want to, like, yeah, it just when, when And then that artistic monologue when she goes to, um, Claire, what's her name? Claire. I, I call Claire, Claire. Yeah, it's Claire. She's, it sounds like Claire and you think it's Claire, but it's Claire. Right, yeah, when, when they go back to hers and he's like, why did you get the plane? And she just, she just reveals this proper bullshit artistic monologue about how a sculpture's a reminder of him and he, he, No, that's before. That's what yeah, I was that, just that's, talking that's what I'm about. Saying. It's, it's just fucking like, ridiculous. It's, it's just like, what a load of shit. Like, what, <laughs> that, why is, it's so pointless. Like, this, this film hasn't got like that in-depth no. like, life analysis. You like, just want to see death trying to yeah, kill yeah, people. Yeah, just stick to what it is. Like, it's a horror film about how death, death has a plan. That's it. You it did make me it, laugh. It was just... It was, <laughs> It was way fucking like those lines and that deeper meaning was well too far fetched for the level of acting that was. It's being like they had like sixty eight minutes of film and they were like, "Now we've got to fucking push it to eighty. Oh, yeah, fuck or, it, let's or, get some monologues in." Oh, just so, oh fuck it, like how do we make this like a bit more fucking Deep. dramatic? Yeah, just googled like <laughs> Tumblr quotes or something and then started fucking put yeah, together. put them all together because just none of them made sense. It was they all just bullshit. Googled Tumblr quotes. <laughs> yeah, I like that, but. Uh, the Todd arm twitch I forgot happened. Swagnotes. And, <laughs> and so Todd, the, the arm twitch bit got me. That did make me jump when I was watching it. Yeah, where the lady down was like, well. arm goes up and I forgot that happened. And I was like, shit. But then the fucking Candyman comes in. And it, it's <sighs> just like they needed an icon to put in there. If they did, if Robert Which, England could have been in there yeah, as Freddy Krueger, they, they they got, in there. And the thing is that he does, he does appear a few times in the series, doesn't he? Yeah, so he does. does. But in this film, he's just well too creepy. He's so, so salty. Yeah, he's so overly creepy. And he's... Like, these kids are just busted into the fucking... Into a, a morgue and, and are fucking around with a mate's dead body. And he's just like, yeah, it's all right. No harm, no fault. And all this, and it's like... And it, it, fucking jabs it yeah. into his shoulder. And they're all like... Yeah, and he starts fucking, like, dissecting <laughs> it. Like, while the friends are next to him. It's just like, no one acts like that. But yeah, I do like the... Uh, the comment that he makes in death there are no accidents coincidences mishaps or mistakes yeah so that's just, it's just saying everything happens for a reason so do you believe that no 
Do you not? Do you not no. believe that we've got some no. grand design? I do. No, I could go to our kitchen right now and stab myself in the neck. That's nothing to do with but being a grand design. that could have been the design. It wasn't, because that, that, that's not my design, because I've never thought of doing that. But I could just yeah, but you don't know that. It's fate. It's about fate. No, I don't, I don't think it's a grand so, design. The, so this, I'm, I'm playing it in terms of, I'm going to add it into a little bit of school here. Seeing as you get electrical engineering, I get a little bit of teacher mode. So in Romeo and Juliet, everything happens for a reason. So it's the concept that, for instance... Um, when Juliet takes the potion, yeah. uh, Romeo goes to, uh, Fry Lawrence is supposed to write a letter to Romeo in, the, in detail that she's not actually died, but yeah. he might, you know, everybody's going to think I she's know, died, I've but he Romeo hasn't. And Juliet. I know, but I'm just... Oh, I'm right, for I thought you said at the start something about me not seeing it. I watched oh. a film with Leonardo DiCaprio in it, that's all I've done. That's such a shit version, but okay, we'll carry on. It's a, it's a film for people who don't like Shakespeare. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, that's one. But not so dot it, liking, dot appreciate. It, it was supposed to get to Romeo this letter detail and everything, but the letter didn't get to him because Friadron was intercepted by people who were sick, and it's the idea that fate was working to keep Juliet and Romeo apart. And Romeo says, "I defy you, stars." When he finds out that Juliet's died and he doesn't know any better. But actually, fate's design was not to kill Romeo and Juliet. That was that was just part of the plan to stop the Capulets and the Montagues from fighting. Yeah. And this is what I mean by a grand design. The idea that we are all actually just pawns in a bigger concept. And I do, I really strongly believe in fate. I think everything we do has a reason. And if we feel I... like it's not part of the design, it is part of the design. I think everything happens for a reason, but I don't think there's a grand design. Ah, oh, see, I do. I think these de- those are two different things. Like a grand design is almost like the minute you're born, your life is already. So you're saying like when you're born, the end of your life is already set in stone. Yes. So as I don't, I don't think it is. I think it's a day by day thing. But if something does happen, it it's happened. Then again, I don't think I believe everything happens for a reason. Because some things that happen, you just think there's there is there's never there's never a reason. For but that. there is because it does. It, it's like later. It provides for later ammunition. It's, I, don't, it's... I don't. I don't agree with it. I, I think. I do think that some things are were bound to happen. Like the, I kind of believe in fate, but not fully. But yeah, I'm, I'm not one for a grand design. I don't. I, just, I don't think there's a grand design. I feel like there's a there's a place and a time that everybody has to be in. And even if your plans are thwarted and you you know you you feel like you're doing something different and breaking the mold, actually you're not. You're just complying to fate because they decided. I have. I have sometimes thought about it. it like. When I when I've crashed my car like multiple times, not 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 like bad crashes or like scrapes it or done some damage, and I just think fuck sake. Got to the back of your driving instructor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I thought like if I'd have dropped my keys on the way out of my house, I'd have not had that accident because that that five seconds of picking my keys up mean I wouldn't have been at that junction at that time. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like a domino effect. So I, I do, I don't know. I get I get what you're saying, but I don't I don't think I believe in it. Yeah. It's I just I I honestly. If you could do, I mean, I suppose it falls under the concept of philosophy that everything happens for a reason. I'd just love to study it, like the concept that, yeah. you know, all, all these disasters that happen, you know, it's the thing like if the Titanic had never existed and the Titanic had gone fine, then we wouldn't have the safety measures that we have on boats today. Yeah. If 9 11 had never happened, and I'm not saying that it should have happened, that's not me saying that, that it, it was supposed to happen for the greater good because yeah. it wasn't and it was awful. But it's the concept that we wouldn't have the measures we have in place without those things taking place. Yeah. And it could have been a different disaster. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I it, it's, say, yeah. And I just think it's so interesting, the whole concept of everything happens for a reason. And I do believe in it, but I do understand why people don't believe in it because a lot of people believe in the concept of free will yeah. and that we all, we make our own choices and that's how our life is defined. 
So he then says to Alex on his way out, when he's giving his big fucking monologue about death and shit like that, I'll see you soon. Yeah. And there's another thing to mention as well. When Alex is talking about the finger marks, it's like there's cuticle marks left in his neck. Like if he was going to complete suicide, he wouldn't have tried, he to, get have tried him, to get yeah. it off him. But would you not? You could have moments of regret where you think, I don't actually want to do there was a guy. There was a guy, I watched a little short documentary about him and he jumped off the, is it the Golden Gate Bridge yes, in San Francisco? And, and he, he, he said like, he thought he was so 100% sure that he wanted to kill himself until the minute he left the bridge. And then that whole time I was going down, he decided that I don't want to do this, I don't want to yeah. die. And luckily he survived, but it's one of them things like, and it's an awful thing to think about, but when people commit suicide, they, when push comes to shove and they're in that situation now, because like, if you're jumping off a bridge, once you're off, it's out of your hands. Yeah. Once you jump off a chair, it, like if you're hanging yourself, once, you, once you've got nothing to stand on, it's out of your hands now. And do, it's at the moment to realise, shit, this isn't what I want. And it's, and it's a horrible thought to think about. Like, it's not even something we should probably get deep into but yeah like you're saying it that for them to rule out it being for, for the for the people like for the fbi agents who said it was a suicide it's very naive of them to look at the marks on his neck like trying to get it off but then for the coroner to think oh this marks on his neck that must mean it was never a planned suicide yeah. it's also a naive way to look at it because yeah. it could have been but he just wanted to but get it off it's not neck. even just the, yeah it's not even the concept of wanting to die at that point maybe he did want to die but your body automatically reacts to pain yeah. and he'd have been in pain so he'd have tried to do that anyway yeah. I've not looked at in detail like suicide pictures yeah no, like I'm, not, not I'm not qualified sort of, to speak about no it. Yeah. but you know you'd have thought yeah just from the instinct of pain rather than anything else but yeah, it's a, it's a weird one. And he does say to Alex, I'll see you soon. Yeah. So after that, uh, the may I add as well, can I ask, why, why, what was intervening death? So what showed Alex that vision? Because it said something was intervening. And, you know, death wouldn't have been the one intervening with Alex. It would have I, been a the, higher the, power. The, the way I like to think about it is it's not, it's not higher powers in like religious wise. I just think... I'd like to think there's a hidden law within death where there's signs that can make you stop it. Okay. And that's like when you're taking, I think when you're taking from life to a, this, is, this isn't what I think in real life, by the way, this is just what I think the concept of this film could be, is if you're going to be taken shorter than what you should have done, so you haven't lived your full life, you're going to, you know, people say you was taken too, too quick. Mm. They're like, for death to be enabled to do that, it has to give you a chance to see it before it happens. So maybe this is it. It gave Todd the chance to see it. And by giving him the chance, it means it's fair game for him to do it. Like, because he, he lets Todd know. He lets him know about the Todd, about the teacher, about Alex. this, about, yeah. So, yeah, he, let, he lets Alex... <laughs> We're both doing it now, said, Alex so, and Todd. <laughs> so, so Death lets Alex know these things are about to unveil. And it's like, right, I've given you a fair chance. Try and stop But me. then if we believe in greater design, did Death purposely put the vision in Alex's mind because he was meant I don't, to survive I don't, it? I, I don't know. It's one of them things, isn't it? He does, does he end up, he meant... doesn't end up surviving the, the franchise, does he? No, he doesn't. He dies in the second one. Uh, but he, but he dies off screen, don't he? You never he see does. it. Yeah. He gets hit by a brick, yeah. and that's what kills him, I believe. It's very, it's mentioned very briefly, and I think it's in like a newspaper yeah. article when they're looking but up. Yeah, they're researching the it. It's happening to them now. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's how he dies. But yeah, it's the concept of well, you know, right at the end in Paris, were clear Carter and yeah. Alex meant to be in Paris. Yeah. Was that death's final design? Like, did death? have to change its design or was that always meant to go as we went along? Well, if, well, if, what, you, if, what, if, what, if what if what you believe it is, then that was always a design. Yeah. Whereas I don't think it is. I think you, you did cheat death. It's it's an interesting one. But anyway, Carter nearly kills Billy because they're at the cafe now, uh, Alex and Clea, and they're talking about the concept of what's going to happen. And, and Clea doesn't believe him that death has a design at the beginning. But the 
the, uh, in the window of the cafe, um, Alex sees a bus, bus yeah. yeah, and he looks and there's no bus there, but it's a sign, but he doesn't quite know what it is yet, and, yeah. but he's still very aware of what's going on. And so Carter and Terry end up getting out of the car because they're driving somewhere, and a, an argument ensues between Billy, Alex, Carter, and Terry, and Terry kicks off, and she's like, you know, I'm going to live my life, I survived this, there was a reason I survived this, and if you're, if you're just going to keep fighting, then you can just drop fucking dead. Yeah. And then she steps back, and the bush just goes straight into it's a cheap kill but and it, it's just you know, Terry Terry was not, not didn't have a big part in the film or anything so no, I, she I can see why it was just a quick get out of there she but. was one of the characters where it was like was she necessary or was she just yeah, one of the exactly, things to show the death yeah. of the one just another, another death for the kill count really yeah so then we've got the teacher Mrs. Luton and it's her death now this is my favourite death and I think it's my favourite death in the entire Final Destination series yeah. because I cannot look at it it's up there with me with Todd's death. It's probably it really tired. terrifies me. And so she's moving out because she can't stay in the town anymore. Everywhere she looks, she sees those students, she sees a teacher. Because we've mentioned once before that she sentenced that teacher to death without yeah. realising it. She was like, one of us has got to go. She was like, I'll stay with these lot, you go. Yeah. And that's what killed him. And she's just wanting a fresh start somewhere else. But she's looking out the window and talking to someone. And she sees Alex there because he sees the... Uh, he sees that she's probably the next one because yeah. he, he's, he's checking the map and he's like, Mrs. Luton. Yeah, next. he gets like a uh, blueprint of the plane seats and writes where people were sat and then he figures out that the order they're dying in is the order that they would have died in and the crash that he saw. Yeah, because it's a, there's another disaster going on at the time and it was something like, a, it was like a construction site exploded and it was, they were looking at the skyscraper and it was saying all the windows that were hit and he traces the yeah. windows that were hit to the plane yeah. and so he sees where they all are so Mrs. You know, that, that wasn't a construction that was I think that was a that was a plane it was the it was the, something to do with stuck solenoids or something which is where and it went it went from this that like the flame would have gone from there to there to there to there to there no I thought was he was looking plane. no I think he was looking at a, another disaster no I don't think it was gone think, I'm sure it was a plane disaster we're going to have a look at this we'll pause Okay, so going back, Oliver was completely right, and I it was, was the right. and it was the fuel explosion. It, yeah, it was a fuel line. I just must have missed that completely. I thought I saw skyscrapers, but I was only half paying attention because it's been my first week back at work, and <laughs> I am absolutely knackered. But you are right; I concede. So they, yeah, he works out who's going to be next based on that, and it's Mrs. Luton. So she sees him outside, and she rings the FBI, and magically they come running within like two minutes. I'm presuming mm. they're still in the area because they're like having a look at these cases. And Alex is checking the tyres because he was scared that something was going to happen when she was driving. And I feel really bad for Alex because all he's doing is trying to help, but he yeah. makes some really fucking stupid decisions. Yeah, in this it, bit. it does look suspicious as fuck. So he's saying, well, what are you doing with the tyres? Because it looks like he's letting them down, meaning that maybe he's going, he's trying to kill Mrs. Lewin. So he gets arrested and taken to the station. And at this point, she's walking around with like a mug of something and she's a mug of vodka, I think, it's, or gin. It's important, this, because this, this is... Compared to Todd's death, this is what might put it above. Todd's death, that water kind of came from like an unexplained cause. Like the idea is, the idea is like even in is it the third one, the sunbed scene? Yeah, with that the... it's the pe it's the girl's mistakes that lead to death, but death has an impact by blowing something over or something. Mm. So this, she has a hot cup of. I think she's making either a cup of coffee and a cup of water, uh, or a cup of tea. I no, she's whipped the gin out. 
she's making a cup of coffee or a cup of tea and then she sees she picks up the cup and then she sees that it's like the school mug it's got mm. the school and that makes her jump and she throws it on the floor and then because she's like stressed out she then puts ice in it in a gin drink and obviously a red hot cup with ice makes the cup crack, crack. and the water leak out which for me is a good detail that's where i'm like that yeah that, that 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 gives Oliver, it that so gives it more informed in this film that, <laughs> that, that to me, i don't even like it that much but that to me just gave it more like oh that makes yeah. sense like you don't put ice cold in on hot summer hot because it cracks same yeah. reason you don't put like kettle water on your windscreen in the morning because it'll, it'll crack yeah yeah, that, that's a fair point. So she put, because the mug's cracked and she hasn't realised, she pops it on the computer. Very stupid thing to do anyway. Yeah. While she's uh, packing a box, there's once again another mistake. And the computer starts smoking because the water's leaking from the cracked mug. Yeah. Or the gin, whatever it is. And uh, the, it starts smoking. She looks up and then it explodes because electronics. Yeah. And the shard from the computer screen goes straight into her neck. Yeah. Fuck me, is that Which brutal. Which serious panic. Because she rips it out. If she'd have left it in, she'd probably survived mm. it because it was holding the artery together. But she rips it out in like a last minute, uh, a last second, first second thing, sorry, because she's not thinking straight. And she's staggering over and she's panicking and she, uh, something else happens. She, she ends up on the floor. It explodes. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the, the cooker or something yeah. lights on fire. It explodes, knocks her back onto her feet, and then she sees a towel like to over onto a her knife neck. rack. Yeah, it's on a knife block, and then she tries to pull this towel down, and the knife comes out straight into her chest. And then something else happens. There's another and explosion. The chair falls and digs it even deeper, and he's just that. That is such a good kill. Yeah, Alex is freaking out. He's like looking at, her, and I do think there's a moment of retribution for Miss Luton because I don't. What would you think in that situation? Would you think right? He's fucking here. He's like the Grim Reaper, or is it like shit? I mean, I, I made I, a mistake. I, I personally, I think I'd, I'd be thinking I made a mistake, but I think she's so her heart's so set on is like the fucking like you said the Grim Antichrist, Reaper. Antichrist. Yeah. She probably just think, "Will you fuck off?" <laughs> I'm here because of you. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so the chair blows over and it's just the final knife, well, final knife in the body, I suppose, yeah. because it, it goes in, it kills her automatically. And Alex, you stupid fuck, yeah, pulls that, the knife out. That, that pissed me off, puts his fingerprints puts all his over fingerprints the knife. Puts his fingerprints all over the knife and then he's like, shit, he drops the knife. So not only does it not look like an accident now, but the fucking fingerprints yeah. are all over it and then there's a massive explosion uh, Billy's driving past the house uh, well biking, biking past the house yeah. and he sees Todd running off and then there's just this massive fuck off explosion would a knife serve fingerprints on it if they'd uh, been exploded they said that, that there was a detail in there that said something protected the knife it was and it, it left fingerprints or something yeah so I yeah, they're, de- they're definitely easy. You can set a house on fire and find out how it was lit, can't you? So yeah, so must, I suppose the fingerprints yeah, must have been out of the realms of impossibility. Yeah, you're right. So after that, they we because Alex is like in deep shit. Carter goes to put uh, Terry's. It is Terry. I did right. No, Tara. It's Tara. Tara. Same fucking thing. Yeah. Tara's name on the memorial wall. So he goes to deface the fucking memorial wall and put her name on it. But he's understanding the fact that. I think Carter understands more that something is going on with Alex, yeah, yeah, and they're all yeah, being killed off because yeah, he wants to put her on that wall. Yeah, so it was she was always she, she was, was always, always dead. To it die. was just delayed. Yeah, she yeah. was always meant to be dead. So clear, Billy and Carter go to find Alex because he's gone AWOL because he doesn't want to be arrested. Yeah, his knife, his fingerprints are on this yeah. knife. He's going to be done for murder. They, she finds Alex by the lake and goes into a past, and we get sort of an inkling of like a father died, and she, a, 
a mum got a new boyfriend and the boyfriend didn't want kids and so a mother didn't and they sort of left her. Yeah. I don't know where the concept is with that. Like, it, it's just a reason she, to make her a weirdo. Does she not live on? She lives on her own. I I'm guessing so. Yeah, but then how do you keep a house like that? Exactly. By it, Unless the mother and the boyfriend pay rent because they just don't want a near. I, I know, but that, that's own. quite a far fetched thing to grasp. But you know, sometimes films can leave things unexplained, but you think, oh, the logical thing is. The logical thing there is, well, she can't afford to pay it herself, and if her mum's not asked about her, would she really still be paying for her? So maybe she just spent less time focusing on deep monologues, artistic monologues, and more time on, like, yeah. it, it could have just been a two-liner, like, oh, do you live here by yourself? Oh, um... Yeah, my dad you know, died, uh, and my mum's yeah, not really I, interested. I, I, I used my dad's, um... I used my dad's fucking will or whatever to yeah. buy the house off. Do you know what I mean? Just give it... Something like it's, that. It's not a major issue, but it is one of them things where that... I think that's... Sometimes that's the difference between, like, an average film and a good film, like... Because a good, a, a good film should leave you feeling like you knew the ins and outs and like why everything was the way it was. Yeah. And when it's something like that, like the fact that we picked up on it just says like, there should have been something in there that, that states why she's got a house, big house, by the way, to, her, to nice herself. House, yeah. yeah. So, but I do like the idea that she's like, if this was meant to be my life, if this was fate's grand design for me, then fuck death. Yeah. Because she, she's been miserable all her life. And yeah. so it's the concept of this can't be where it ends now. It's got to get better somewhere. Yeah. So Carter then starts freaking out. They all end up driving. And he says, what's the point if we're all on the same list? Which is a very good point yeah. to make. And he starts speeding up in his car. And once again, just like the bus, he sees, Alex sees the train at the window. Billy, Billy makes me laugh in this scene. He's like, I fucking hate French car. <laughs> when he's driving at like 100 miles an hour. Fucking stiffler. I was, I was he was good, though. Yeah, he was good, in it? He was good, yeah. He, and he, he, does... play, he plays that teenager role really well, though. Yeah, he? and he doesn't... Like, I didn't look at it. I, I mean, I say stiffler because that's what I know him yeah. as. But, like, he wasn't stiffler at all in this film. Like, no. he was completely yeah. different as a character. But they nearly get killed on the train track. So Carter stops at this train track and he's like, well, what's the point? We might as well all go together because we're all going to die. Do you, do you wonder if that... Do you think death's objective is to kill them, for them just to be dead? Or do you think it is for them to die in the way that I've set it out to die in? Like, do you think... Like, do you, do you think, for example, if I, if I was to get a gun right, right now and put it to my head, a loaded gun... Would it misfire because that's not death's grand design? My, yeah. my death's, do you think that's... That's, you, that's my you, idea. You, you can't choose it yourself. It, it's, it's, it's your choice. Right. And so it, it's... Sorry, it's not your choice. Yeah. Um, but what I would really have liked... So Carter's portrayed as the dick in the film. And, he, you know, he is a bit of a dick. But I would really like to see a backstory for Carter. I think they should have concentrated less on clear and more on Carter because he's so transfixed by the concept of I'm having control over my yeah. own life and that's a very big he's got a bit about him as a character right? he's got his, yeah he's got like Claire's just kind of Alex's sidekick and, yeah. like, where, and then even the bullshit reasoning later on he's like why was you at the house and she's like oh, I could, I could feel you, I could feel... Like, yeah, I could, I could you, you saw it, but I felt yeah, it. Yeah, and it's, it's just, oh, fuck off with that shit. Like, like you said, Carter had a bit about him. It, it was interesting because he was a dick, because, yeah. it, the, like, clear, I felt nothing about. Like, she was just kind of there. Whereas, and, and I think they tried to make you feel something by, oh, well, my mum ran off. Feel sorry dad, for me. Dad, exactly. yeah, whereas, whereas Clark, admittedly, is a dickhead Carter. of a character. Carter. <laughs> Admittedly, he's a dickhead of a character, but you still feel something towards him. Yeah. And towards the end, you do, you do kind of like when he's driving the car, and like they've been through a lot. Like he's being a dickhead, like a dickhead jock in your life. Don't mean he deserves to go for what you've been through. Yeah. And he like yeah, you're right. He he, he's he so was much more of an interesting character. Yeah, as to as to why, and he showed his emotions by carving um thing his name into the yeah, like he's sh yeah, he's showing that he wants he wants just a a blonde like bimbo that he he 
mess about with it. Her. He loved it, yeah. So, like you said, yeah, there was there was definitely a chance to go a bit more in depth on him. I'd have liked and, to and at the end, the fact that he's friends with him, like yeah. that character's got so many. He's it's, got it's, an it's a person, yeah. It's like it's not just oh the outcast or there's a start yeah, point, a middle yeah, point, exactly. and an end point with him. And I do, I think you know, I'd have liked to see his obsession with having control over something in his life because his dad's forcing him to go to college to do football that yeah. he doesn't actually really want to do. Or something like that. I'd have really liked a character out there, but there just isn't one. But it's but then we can't have one and not the other. We've said about like these fucking artistic monologues, but maybe if Carter had been given an artistic monologue, we'd be like, for fuck's sake. It, it depends how people do it. That 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 are, that artist. The thing is, they, they tried to make Claire sound like some sort of fucking like gallery shit. Like, like yeah, like, yeah, a witch like, like yeah, like just so intellectually like emotionally attached to things and it's got this different outlook on life whereas if Carter was just like my dad's a fucking dick like acted the way his character's perceived but opened up to like it's still it's still him but opened up so we can see like more in depth like oh like, why is he like this mm. like why has he been through this not like the, the Claire just being an outcast is just like it's like a typical weirdo in the film who agrees with the antagonist like that's all yeah. it is and may I add I do know the difference between a Wiccan and a witch so they are very completely different things but I do mean in terms of Wiccan. She seems sort of very um, natural, very nature vibes because yeah. she lives in the forest. She's got, you know, she's very artsy, very yeah. creative. So I do know the difference before I offend anybody. Um, but yeah, the he get he nearly gets killed on the track, and Alex manages to pull him out, and with fucking seconds to spare, not even that, no, probably like, half. It, a second, it looks like he gets him. Like, it was a bit too close for me. Like I thought, surely the car would have hit him or something. Yeah. But it, it's obviously there for dramatic effect to make it seem like it was the last possible second he could have got out. But then Carter has cheated death, essentially. But he hasn't cheated death because that was never his design. He wasn't supposed to be next. Billy was next. But then if that's... Was Billy next in the... Oh, because he swapped seats, wasn't it? That's why Billy should have been next. Yeah. Yeah. And so Billy's like, you know, stay away from me. You're dead. You're dead. You're next. Blah, 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 blah. And there's a bit of metal shard from the car that got hooked on the train. And it gets just... It just gets sliced and the metal goes flying and just decapitates Billy. Another great, great death, great death. And, you know, it, it, at least it was quick. Yeah. He wouldn't have known about it. Yeah. Which is the difference between Mrs. Luton and Billy. I feel yeah. like it's just so much more brutal for Mrs. Luton because Billy would never have felt anything. It, it'd have just been dead. But that's, that scene also haunts me because it's the first time I've seen, like, it was the first film I've seen a dead body decapitated, still standing there, yeah. then stumbling, and that always haunts it, me it as was, well. It, it was a good kill. It even looked good, to be fair. It did. So Alex is hiding now. <coughs> he's he's death-proof in the house. And it's no life. Like, he's walking around in cold it's, fucking rice It's no lie, but I think what he's trying to do here, which is a concept I want to ask you about, so he is trying to cheat death. Does he not... Because Alex's um, theory is if you cheat death, it skips you, moves on, see you later. Like, I'm, not like, that it repeats. Yeah, it, in the, at this part in the film, they just think it goes. Like, once you cheat death, it's gone. And there, there is an attempt death makes where it blows his fishing hook, which catches onto something, yeah. which means something in this in this like locked up room yeah it's about to fall and Alex catches it slams the door and then this, this blade comes through the door and nearly gets him in the head is that not him cheating death? no I think it was death playing with him this is what I mean but when you start to say stuff like that like de death's not a character death is a thing like those, you're giving yeah but in this Film. Death I, I, is a character. I, know, I know, but is it like it's never it's never tried to play with anyone else. It just it just does what it's there to do and tries to kill. Well, no, I think death is the concept that like if, if we're talking about death being like the Grim Reaper because you see the Black Mass shadowing all the time, 
And I think that because Alex is trying to intervene, death is then like, right, okay. And I feel like if it wasn't intervening, that wouldn't be necessary. I, I just I, that that is a, a plausible thing, but I, I just think it's it's poor storytelling. I think I think that the they've tripped over the, their own rule book there. But then it works out that he overlooked Clear because he switched with the with yeah. the friends, and so he knows that Clear is the next one to die. So he goes after her and it starts fucking canoeing. It's just <laughs> yeah, I've, I've literally got my notes out. Canoeing. Like the, out of the, everything. The, the must have, this must have been the last form of the thought. Right, car chasing. Like, fuck, we've used our budget. Canoe, that, canoe. We've, we've, we've used our budget. We can't afford a car. We can't afford a chasing. Oh, fucking hell, they're just looking. There's a canoe yeah. there. Right? Alex is like, well, I've got a canoe. <laughs> it's just like, okay. But another thing, they'd shot him. Yeah, they thought they'd he was shot one for murder, they'd have killed him. Yeah. So, yeah, he starts canoeing and there's, we, there's, there's a storm brewing and Claire's in the house and the electric lines get fucked up and so now there's fucking electric lines like electrocuting everywhere and flying around and you know they, they're trying to get the dogs to be fair I'd save the dogs I'd yeah, go down yeah. for that so Claire runs down to try and help the dogs Death was really going balls to the walls to try and get these kills one he, he me he made it a spectacle it not, was, not knew, the dogs though he knew it was a grand finale didn't he <laughs> but Alex gets knocked down by a tree and uh, ends up nearly drowning in a puddle Fun fact. Did that happen to someone in the Titanic? It did. Is that actually a fact or is that Probably bullshit? not. It's probably bullshit. I think it's an urban legend. Maybe. But I feel I've, like it'd be I've, really I've, cool I've if heard it, it I've heard it before, but I just think what a load of toss. But if that actually happened... I used to believe it as a kid. Pause it. Pause it. I'm Googling it and seeing if it's on Snopes. Okay, so not 100% a puddle, but in Bridgeport Con on April 18, surviving the Titanic disaster April the 14th, 1912, by swimming for hours in the icy waters until picked up by a rescue ship, Oscar Palmquist of 42 Lennox Avenue was drowned in six feet of water in a pond in Beardsley Park, into which he is believed to have wandered. Missing since March the 23rd, Palmquist's body was discovered in the pond today. So it wasn't a tree that drowned him? It, oh no, it was never a tree. Uh, but it, uh, I heard that they drowned in a puddle, but it was just yeah, a small pond. but it was a small pond and he drowned. And now, I'm not being... I know it's things, coincidence like that happen all the time, but, like, it, it's, the, it's almost the concept he was supposed to drown. And that's how he did drown. Yeah, but yeah, but the, the I know it's a the Titanic didn't like didn't drown unless it was dragged down with the boat. Like it was hypothermia and that that killed a lot of. Oh them. yeah, but they, they ended up. You know, they were drowned. The, the, the body would have been left at ocean. And it depends it, who had life belt. It, it depends how had, who had mm. life belts and stuff like that. But you know, the the poorer side didn't. So it, it is the idea that it, it, it's I don't know. It's like it's the concept of in some cases. Like different attacks and things like that. If you were there and you survived it, but then you died doing the same thing or being around the same thing, it's sort of the idea that there is a plan for you. And I know it doesn't happen every time, and I do understand your full, like, well, I don't believe in that. I get that because it doesn't happen every time, but I just find it so interesting. It's a very interesting topic, and it's if you sit and th- it's one of those things I feel like we could do a mini could, side episode could, on it or something. Yeah, point. yeah, we could definitely. But you could sit on th- you could sit and think about it for hours. It's like space. It's like mm. uh, like because we don't really know that much. We're quite naive to think that we know a lot. You could there could be a, a plan. There could mm. there could be like or not even a plan, but like your life's already written out from the minute you're born. Do I get I do get what you're saying by that. Yeah. So Claire ends up being chased by the wires, and Alex to save her shocks himself to try and break the pattern of death. Right. Electrical engineer, would he have survived that? Uh, I don't know. You need to know the voltage and stuff. Yeah, you... but there were electrical wires. Like, Yeah, but it, it, it depends what they're carrying. They could be carrying 33,000 volts or they could be carrying 3.3,000 volts. The one thing that I will say they got right is when he said stay in the car, you're safe. You are safe because 
So I've told you before, but electricity tries to find the quickest, the least, the path of least resistance to ground to the earth. So and because rubber tire rubber is such a bad conductor Safety. of electricity, like like they'd have gone elsewhere. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. The, it, the electricity knows I can't get to ground there, so I'm not going to take that path. So that should have been safe in that car. The like people have survived lightning bolts, lightning fucking bolts, which carry a lot more electricity than that. It uh, is. There's, there's so many factors that come into it on whether it's survive or not. It's very unlikely that it probably would, but it's also probably unlikely that those lines have been fucking arcing and, and short into, like, fucking... Like, when all these sparks flying off in that, like, if that happened in the UK, I don't know where they are, and it probably would be the same case there. Something had tripped somewhere at the power station, like... Okay. Like, once... They use, like... They use, like, fucking... Um, circuit breakers like which measure how much current's going and coming back and if there's a difference in that it trips it stops it and we're talking milliseconds it realizes that so if your power line's cut there it's not receiving the current back it probably trip. so okay it, you could it, I, I probably i probably say you could survive it but that wasn't definitely in this film because that wasn't alex's plan that wasn't how death decided he needed to die so that's why yeah. he probably survived it huh. But he does survive it and we cut to six months later and Carter, Alex and Clea are in Paris and it just makes me laugh when they're all sitting there like, yeah, cheers to the people that couldn't be here today, blah, blah, blah. And then Alex is like, yeah, but look at this plan. He just whips yeah. it out of his pocket. So he's obsessed By with it. By the way, you would not get back on a fucking plane ever in your life. If I was if I was any of them three, that would put me off planes for life. But he freaks, he completely freaks out because he goes to leave and, he's, and Claire gets a feeling about a bus, just like Alex got a feeling yeah. about Tara. And she saves him and Carter's like, I told you, I fucking told you this would happen. And he was like, he's, he's talking about death and stuff like that. And Attention. <laughs> I'm about to make a speech. Sorry. <laughs> and... Uh, he stands up and he's, he's like, see, uh, invincible, blah, blah, blah. And Alex is like, but I wasn't the next one. And he's like, well, who was next? And then the big sign mm. that swings that got caught by everything just flies into him and that's the end of the film. So does like, so does like death, like, when all that went wrong and he didn't get it, he's like, right. Just cracks his fingers, like, back to the back drawing board. Back to the drawing board. board. <laughs> get the blueprints out. Yeah, just starts, like, I, I imagine him stood there with stick, stick men, like, drawing ways to die, like, yeah. <laughs> Like a bit like in the bathroom, like Todd with curly hair, and it's yeah. like, like a moment where he's like, "Yeah, that'll be good for him." Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's gonna be great. Submit. That's Todd's done. One nil yeah. to death. There's like there's an anime. Death. Death is a death, death note. note. A lot of people going about. That's meant to be quite good. But I just yeah, it's the, it's the concept of somebody writing who they want to yeah, die yeah. in a book and it killing them off. Yeah, I did start watching the series like when when I was younger at school, or like at secondary school, there was like a big thing on anime. Like I. Thought I was gonna be an artist and draw a manga, but I can't draw for shit. So actually, we all went through that stage of drawing fucking manga, didn't we? And think we were shit on. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, look at us. But it was. Uh, By yeah. all of us, I mean me and you probably. Yeah, Everyone definitely else, like, us. Never that. <laughs> that never happened. <laughs> yeah. Okay, guys, we hold it. In. <laughs> Whatever you guys say. But yeah, <laughs> that was definitely just us. But yeah, there was like an obsession with Death Note within my like year group at school from from like the the sort of like outcasty bunch and it was yeah it was a whole thing but yeah it's the concept that did but then if you're going to believe in fate uh death's grand design death knew that their plan would be thwarted and so death their plan was not to die yeah. being in a plane crash or doing this or doing that death's actual design was for carter to die by that side yeah. so it's the concept did death put the vision in alex's mind and think yeah let's have a fuck around mm. here <laughs> let's have let's have a play but yeah, it's it's interesting and it is a good concept. And I can understand why they made so many films. I believe there's another one coming out. 
Um, Is it? Yeah, I think they're bringing another one out. But, it, yeah, it should be interesting. I'd, I'd have liked to see, like, a water park mm. accident. I feel like if, like if you could pick a place or that an That was incident, my would you rather, you dick. Water park. It's all right, we'll do it first. I think a wa- a big water park incident would be good. Yeah. I haven't thought about Or, like, a big theme. Oh, imagine they've done roller coasters. Done so roller coasters, so water park's kind of in the same boat, but also not. Water park's got a lot of mm. water park's got a lot of potential, but it just can't have fire involved. I mean, they've not done a boat yet. Yeah, a so boat. it could be a boat, maybe. Um, they've just got to be careful, I think, because I think so many like. I was thinking a music festival. That would be very good, like be crushed and things yeah, like that. Yeah, crushed all and... sort. You've got because you've got big stage lights and fucking. Because they've done a cinema. <laughs> done a cinema. They've done a racetrack. Yeah, they've the, done. The, a... the sort of. They've covered a lot of covered ground. A lot of music Oh no, they did a hospital because the back fell through. I think it's in the second one. Oh, but it wasn't the major incident. No, it wasn't the major ah, incident. Right. But hospital would be quite good. Yeah. The thing is, it, the thing is, it's got there's got to be a reason for all the people to be in the hospital at the same time, aren't you? Like, I think it's got to be an event like a theme park, a plane, like a, a race track. Maybe like a theatre, like a West End yeah. production or something like that. That could be quite good. Oh yeah, the theatre was with the escalators, wasn't it? When the guts are spinning around. Yeah. Like, Gets a foot gets caught in the escalator. That's, that's when the film just went to pure gore. It wasn't bothered about yes. like, actually having any. But that's maybe what it should have been. Like maybe I mean maybe they it's went a bit too cheap and cheerful. Far. Isn't it? I, I think because the, first, been to the, see the first one won gore. They just took that path after because it maybe just they just thought once once a storyline is death has its plan. What else can you do about it? No, like, not you, much. Or every film's gonna have to be the same concept of these people survived. So the only way to make them better or different is to have more or less gore or make the kills yeah. better. The bridge was a good one. Mm, that's probably that's one. probably one of the later ones that's really good. Yeah. A bridge is a good one. So what fun facts have you got for me? So behind the scenes first, what was the budget for this film? It's got quite a lot of special effects. It does. Seven million. The budget was twenty three million. Bucking it had man. a big budget. And what did the box office make? Thirty nine million. One hundred and twelve point nine million. It's it was bigger a than pop- I thought. It was a popular Fucking film. Hell. And it, but it was 2000. I mean, Ollie, you were only three years old yeah. when this came out. Like, and I was only, what, six? I was six. God, is it really that old? Yeah, 2000 it came. I believe it's 2000, I'm pretty sure. So the story was originally supposed to be an episode on the X-Files. It was never supposed to be a film. But then because the idea was so big and yeah. great, they were like, no, we can make money out of this. And so it became a whole oh, right. thing. Uh, much of the news footage of the crash was from the 1996 explosion and crash of TWA Flight 800. So it was based on, like, oh, the whole shit. concept was a crash. Uh, the music played throughout the film was by the artist John Denver, who died in a plane crash, Fucking which hell. I thought was quite a, quite a nice little thing to put in. The original film title was Flight 180. The Chinese title translates to The Death God Comes. Mm. In the film, Todd's name is spelt with one D instead of two Ds, because Todd with one Today. D in German means death. Oh, right. I never thought I thought it was spelled with two, but that the hint for the newspaper was the yeah. the article said it's today. Todd is one. Oh, yeah, right. Todd is one dear, and Todd in German means death. Oh right. Uh, when the students are boarding the aeroplane, Alex looks uh, Alex looks down from the jetway, and the luggage cart has six 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 on it. Oh shit! And then lastly, two hundred and eighty seven people died in the crash. Ooh. And there's but there's so many fun facts that this is one of the ones I wanted to do for. Right. Uh, for the behind the scenes thing so, so we've already yeah. discussed my would you rather but I'll do you a backup one okay because I've asked it before I think but it is so, it, well it's very relevant to the film believe it or not and it's not a would you rather shock wow 
So, and you'll know as soon as I start talking about it, so I've asked you this before, but I don't think I've ever asked you it on, on record on the podcast. Okay. And it is a good question that, that, that I've asked quite a few people. So you're walking through the street, a dark alley, and this guy, shady looking guy, comes out of a book and he says, take this. And it just says, Charlotte Pottage on it. You open it up, you start reading the book and you realise it's literally your life. Like, it is, it is, the book is your life. So you're reading it, you're reading it in front of him. And like you get to the current page where you sat there and bearing in mind you can't change anything that happens. And then he stops you there and says, if you read on, you read the full book or you give me it back and I dispose of it forever. Okay. Do you read the, what happens in your life? So do you read the plan? I think if we're, if we're talking in serious matters, I feel like if I'd have read the book of my life so far, if I'm thinking, if I was like seven years old and I was reading up to now, I don't think I'd like to see what I'd have read. I, I feel like I, there's I, stuff, like things like stuff, like I, you know, I was picked on at school. I didn't have yeah. a good time there. Mum has been really ill. I think that would have seriously affected my decision. When you know it's coming. Yeah, but when you don't know it's coming, like you just take like I think it's so important to take yeah. life day by day. And I don't think I'd, I think I'd want to. I think the temptation would be great, but I don't think if, as I say, because if, for instance, it said, like you, you know. You, you lose you lose your whole family in a horrific accident. Like, what's there to live for? Mm. I feel like if I read it and it's not what I wanted to see, it'd be like, well, what's the point? So you won't read it? No. I won't read it either. I, I, just, think, I just think life's important to take day by day. Like, but well, then will the last, with the first page of the bit that you read be, you read the book and as a result? No, nah, it says, and, and it'll, it'll say like, and the shady looking character says, and then it'll look up at you and say yeah, it, and, and then, then that, that's, that's the end of that the page. End of that page. Yeah, no, I, I don't think I could personally I, 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 I'd want I, I, to, I, so I, I'd, bad. I'd, I'd want to read certain aspects, but it's either the whole bit or nothing. Yeah. Because you could be like, oh, I want to see where I am in five years. Well, you think in five years, and it was like, unfortunately, due to irreconcilable differences, uh, you and Shah broke up. You'd be standing there, be but like, it'd be five years, what's the point of being yeah. together if we're going to break up? And so I feel like it'd... It, I feel like it'd influence your decisions, but then would it influence your decisions to be part of the book, or would it not? Like, because you read that book, that would be the reason that that happened. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know so what you're saying. I'd, I think I'd rather take life day by day, personally. Yeah, that is I would. an excellent question. I forgot you asked me that, but yeah, I, I couldn't read it. So, what's next week's film? I've decided to take it back a bit. I feel like we've been real. I feel like we've been cowards the past few weeks, Ollie. I feel like we've not watched anything scary. I feel like we've... I can't, I can't remember the last we've time done, I watched anything scary. Would you rather? We've done, you know, we've done Jurassic Park. We've done this, we've done that. I think the last one we watched that was pretty creepy was Insidious 2. So I'm going to take it into the... Uh, I'm going to take it into the sequels and I'm going to say, let's watch The Conjuring 2 this week. Conjuring 2, that's fine. Okay. Now, yep. I'm going to sorely regret that because I live on my own now and I'm <laughs> going to have to watch that film and shit my pants. However, I will do so for the cause. But yeah, the last film we watched... The last scary film I watched was Shutter, the Japanese version. I only got about 20 minutes. Because I made yeah. you watch the American no, that version. Was that was probably the last scary film I've watched. So yeah, let's, have you seen The Conjuring 2? Yeah. Yeah, Conjuring 2 is a cracking film. That's the one in the English house. The Enfield yeah. house, yeah. That's, that's Valak in it. Valak's yeah, Valak. Yeah. yeah, and I feel like there's a lot to say, so it should be a good episode. Sorted. Well, thanks for listening. My Enjoy. side episode will be out on Thursday. We're going to be doing part two of the behind-the-scenes trivia knowledge, but this time I'll be testing Oliver on two truths and a lie. What What did you get? Was it five out of nine? Five out of nine. Five out of nine, yeah. Because so that's what that I said be... I was going to get. I was like, I think I'll get five. Yeah. But yeah, we'll see how we go. Right, look forward to that then. All right, see you on Thursday.